Thank you, Bailey. You're welcome. No, seriously, though. Thanks for coming in today. Um, it's uh, been great to work with you over the last couple of years. And we're gonna it's been, yeah, it's been a go. couple of years. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Everybody, I, I, when, when people, like, ask how long I've been doing it, I still have to, like, stop and think because it's, like. And know, it's been two years already. Al- almost, right? Yeah. Yeah. Almost two years. In May, you started in May, right? Yeah. Year and a half? Year and a half, yeah. Counting. I don't know. It's not Sounds me. Fun, though. Yeah. So you received a really good review recently, and um, I wanted to read that to you, and maybe you could respond to them. But, um, yeah, so it was a really good review. So Bailey was an amazing resource during our first home buying journey. Bailey excels at being upfront and critical while also being supportive of your preferences. You'll appreciate his keen and honest eye when touring homes and his amazing communication. If you want a realtor who will take the time to get to know you and find your best home, your guy is Bailey. Pretty awesome review, man. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I, I think teachers typically um, have a like better, easier time kind of explaining things and being patient, and just your history and um, we'll get into that a little bit, but I, what do you think of the review? Um, I remember who wrote it, and they were really great to work with as well. Um, but the the thing that sticks out is the um, explaining everything up front and in full. Um, I found that that's so important um, to explain everything as thoroughly as you can, so that the buyers or the sellers know exactly what they're getting yeah. into. Um, that, that mitigates problems down the road if they know what they're getting into and you can address the potential questions before they come. That makes everything easier. So. Super important, yeah. right? Setting expectations. Yep. I know the few times that we were out looking at homes together and that tour we went on where we went through a few of our uh, coming soon listings, the way that you were able to share your knowledge with the team. Um, you know, do you have any background in that? Like before real estate, like how, how did you learn all of this stuff? So my, my dad's like a handyman, you know, okay. and he owns a, an HVAC shop sure. as well. So um, I was exposed to, you know, the mechanical part of houses from an early age and helping him out. Um, it, it, that really helped out. So um, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice uh, to have at least a little bit of knowledge. You know, we're not inspectors. Yep. But we can at least try to give them more general, um, them being the buyers, more general uh, guidelines on the systems of the house that they should know about and potential issues that could come up in an inspection report. Sure. If you address it before, the report doesn't seem as scary, yeah. which is good. And yeah, just, I mean, going through houses with people and they're going to notice the, the good things um, and the shiny new things, but... Right. Sometimes the stuff that people don't like to look at, like furnaces and um, ductwork and plumbing, um, we have to be the bad guys, or mm-hmm. we have to point it out to just make sure they're aware of, uh, you know, what they're getting into. Yeah, that's something I think I picked up from you actually. Um, one of the first tours that you took me on when I was brand new, um, you said, "It's not your job to sell the buyers a house; the house will sell itself. It's your right. job to." fill in the blanks basically of like what they don't know or what they don't know what to look for. So definitely that was good. Yeah. It was so a good. We're, nugget. we're in a, we're not in a sales business. And I no. think a lot of people think that real estate agents are salespeople, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
we're in the customer service business. We're in the relationship business, getting to know people and finding out what they really want versus yeah. uh, trying to talk them into buying a 1983 Hyundai, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, so. as fun as that would be. Does kind of sound fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what what actually got you into real estate? Like, what I guess sparked it for you to get into real estate and take your class and test? Like, why? Um, so I'm, I'm sure it's a, a similar story uh, for everybody else on the team too, but um, or for a lot of people, I guess. But um, the pandemic hit. Um, one of the other agents, Jim and I worked together before I got into real estate, before we both got into real estate. Yeah. Um, and he left the job that we were at together prior. Um, and then he was just basically like in my ear the whole time, yeah. like every day, like, dude, it's so sweet. You know, you got to get into it. <laughs> um, and so he's I did. He's pretty persuasive he, when he wants to be. Well, he's, yeah, he's persuasive and persistent, I think is the word. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, but I had like no, you know, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, got furloughed from that job. And so I had a bunch of time at home. And so I was like, maybe I'll try this out. You know, I had a background in um, fixing things and home, like knowing the systems of, of a home. So I think that really helped too. Like that wasn't a hurdle that I had to cross. It was just everything else, you know, but that's yeah. a big part of it. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to try something new. Okay. It's basically what it boils down to. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, I think the pandemic brought a lot of people into real estate. It made people reevaluate their, their life choices, right? Like mm -hmm. where, where, what's important to you? Do you want to spend time at home or do you, uh, want to really work for yourself and, um, kind of, uh, keep what you catch? Um, I, I yeah. don't know if that's the right term, but <laughs> keep what you um, catch. I like it. And, uh, just, I mean, it's really about having a limitless opportunity where you can really kind of build a career the way you want it. Yeah. That, that's what I like about real estate. Mm -hmm. So, um, what would you say is your real estate superpower? Mm -hmm. Um, being sometimes maybe too brutally honest. I, okay. I'd say that's mine. Um, like you said, when we go through places, um, it's not our job to highlight the countertops or, or whatever. Yeah. Like it's, it's the, the issues we need to highlight. And I think maybe sometimes I do that like too harshly where it's like, this is a problem. This is a problem. This is a problem. Um, especially like the first couple showings with people, they might be a little bit, yeah. whoa, because you know, they're not expecting that. I don't think, um, by the well, time what you see on TV, right? no, right. So. But by the time we get to the closing table, I feel like they have a, a much more holistic understanding of a house more than just like carpet and uh -huh. windows and stuff. You know, could be tough. I've I've definitely um, ran into similar situations myself, and um, and our job isn't to point out everything; it's to make sure they we point out the obvious stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, a home inspector, they can be a little overcritical and not. Uh, really deliver the news in a like reassuring, Very soft, comfortable way. way yeah. right? So, what's an what's an obstacle in real estate that you feel like um, you've overcame, or you're you're now better at than you were when you first started? Definitely, just communicating with people. Um, I did sales before, and so you need a, a certain set of skills to be successful in like a, a retail setting mm -hmm. with doing sales. Um, so I had that background um but delivering this kind of news is a little bit 
different. There's more weight to it, you know, than selling somebody something that's ten dollars versus something that's two hundred thousand dollars. So, um, communications uh, was um, was a big hurdle for me. I was never good at that. Um, be that like actually talking face to face with people or texting back or emailing back or calling back. Um, that was actually one of my uh, New Year's resolutions this year <laughs> was to be better at communicating with my clients. Um, and I think I did that. I mean, I, you know, I, you've done well. So even, even in that review, they mentioned communication yeah. and, um, lots of your other reviews, they mentioned mm-hmm. communication. And I think that's, and when, when I've had conversations about, um, you with other agents and, um, clients, like I, that's usually something that comes up that you communicate well and, um, you explain things, which, um, I think, you know, I mentioned it earlier, but you have a teaching background yeah. and working with kids, um, Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> um, so I'm a I'm a, a part time band teacher. Okay. Um, I teach middle school band at uh, a school in Rockford. It's Our Lady of Consolation. So I've got a uh, I teach fifth through eighth grade there, and I have two groups: a beginning and an advanced group. Um, and they're awesome. It's really fun. Um, and I also teach at Livingstone's Academy. Okay. Um, just fifth and sixth grade on uh, two days a week, um, which is also very fun. It's a different Different environment, um, but both schools are, are super fun. So that's, um, I was unsure of if I wanted to, this is part of the reason why I got into real estate too, is like, sure. this is another part, like I was unsure. I don't know if I wanted to teach or not. After I was uh, getting out of my undergrad program, um, I had no clue. Uh, but I took both things on at the same time, and both of them are working out, I think, equally yeah. as uh, equally well. So um, it kind of all worked out. If I had musical ability, I think uh, <laughs> teaching band or orchestra would be a lot more fun than than teaching them math or something. But it, um, yeah, it's different. Or you if know. I knew math, right? Yeah, so. it, it's I'm, yeah, not to knock, you know, not to dig math teachers, but I think teaching band's definitely more fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's more hands on. That's the, the thing I like about it. It's more hands on. So yeah. Um, so being on the team, um, you about a year and a half with us now, like what would you say is uh, the biggest, what you take away from the team? What is your biggest uh, value from that the team provides for you? Um, like endless support and constant support, um, especially when I was starting out, and I'm sure this is the same for every other new agent, the, the amount of like back-end support that the team provides is crazy. I mean, it's awesome. Um, I don't think... Um, you know, if I were to be a, an independent agent or if I would have started out independently, um, I don't think I would have been, I wouldn't have known half the stuff I know now. There's a lot to learn. Yeah. How many times did it take you to, um, pass a real estate test? Took me two, two times. I passed it, right? (laughs) Took me three. So I think it was two times. Um, the first time, um, yeah, I was so mad. Uh, I missed by like seven points. Okay. And I think they, they take your picture afterwards, I think, right? <laughs> I don't remember. There's like a little picture on the thing, and my face was oh, just... Oh, we got to find that picture. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was hanging on my fridge for a while. <laughs> like, Allie, we there. need this. Yeah, I know. I stuck it up there um, when I failed. I was like, ah, come on. But I, I like rescheduled it right away, and I crammed more, and yeah, I, I two times, I think. I, w- I was off one point my first Jeez. time taking it, so... Um, Were you off by more the second time? Nope, exactly one point again. Oh, and my God. I'm like, I'm just, I didn't actually I re- retook the class before really? I took it the third time. I'm like, I'm not going to fail again. So I retook the class again. And uh, 
that time I passed with a 95. So yeah. taking the class twice and the test twice, and I finally got a good <laughs> score. So I don't think I could have gone through that class twice. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> bold, man. It was. I mean, so the first time when I, when I actually first got into real estate, um, I, I thought I could do it part-time, right? Sure. And my wife was pregnant with twins. Mm-hmm. Um, I was still working in the cell phone business. And I took the class while she was pretty much like in her last trimester or whatever. And the first thing the instructor said to me was, most you guys are smart enough to go take the test right now. Yeah. But unfortunately for you, the state of Michigan requires you to take this 40-hour class. So mm-hmm. to me, that just said check out, right? Yeah. And I, I already know what I need to know, but... How much of the stuff that was actually in the class or on that test is like applicable today? Like, if if that's all you had, mm-hmm. how do you think you would be doing? I would know that an acre is forty two thousand something square feet. Not much. I mean, it's just it's like the legal side of things that um, a day to day agent doesn't encounter yeah. that much. But I I think it's just stuff that like the state mandates that you know, which is which is good. Yep. Um, but yeah, none of it's, there's nothing about writing offers. There's nothing about talking to other agents or prospective clients. There's nothing about lead generation, like all the tools that you need to succeed yeah. are not in that test. It's just like amortization. Yeah, yeah. Amortization tables and stuff. Like I don't, I don't touch those. I haven't touched those in a year, two years, you know, you, you don't need to know <clears throat> how many acres are in a section. <laughs> no, <laughs> one thing that was uh, the the easements and encroachments part. That's kind of cool because I I showed a property recently that had a driveway going through somebody's property for sure because they like sat behind, so it's like the um, the primary and the secondary lot or whatever where that goes through. Oh, okay. And, and even I would have to like look that up because I told my client I'm like I don't know for sure. <laughs> Let right. me look it up, you know. I guess it does give you enough information to know that you need to ask questions yeah. about things like yeah. that. So I guess it makes mm-hmm. sense. So um, year and a half in, what advice would you give a new agent? Um, stick with it because the first little bit's pretty hard. It was for me at least. Um, I don't know. I don't know about everybody else's experiences, but um, just the the fact that, like, I didn't know – exactly what to say at the beginning to the clients that were looking to me to know what to say. Um, that was really tough. So, so how do you learn? Just by doing it. Okay. And by getting on a team where you can ask those questions immediately and listen to other people talk. And I mean, that's huge too. Just the way that people talk to their clients, um, or, uh, that, I mean, any question you have, you, you, ask somebody and you have 10 people that chime in and give answers, which is, that's great. But yeah, like I I would say stick with it. I mean, it's, it's tough getting into it. I remember in our interview before I was on the team, you said, Oh boy, you were just like, you were very cut and dry because like Jim was so excited. He's like, yeah, it's so cool. Like this and this and this. And you were, you were sitting back like this. You're like, it's not easy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, okay. We were playing good cop, bad cop, yeah. I think. At you, were, you were like, you were like, it's not easy. Um, <laughs> but that was good. Like, if you would have said, oh, yeah, I mean, it's it's cake, you know? Yeah. It's not. Um, but having having a good support system is, is great and um, just sticking with it, you know? Um, making mistakes and figuring out where you went wrong and adjusting your approach. Yeah. 
So as we know, we're in a, a little bit of a market shift. Interest rates are going up. Homes are sitting on the market a little bit longer. What are you doing to, I guess, pivot in your business and kind of stay on top of everything that's going on and keep your business moving forward through the shift? So um, I work primarily with buyers. And so on that front, I'm not looking at the new listings every day. Every day I go through and see what's back on market, what got a price drop. Um, and I filter through and see what's been sitting. Um, those are the opportunities that I'm sending to my clients. I know they're going to bring me the new stuff because it's always on the top page of Zillow or whatever. Yep. Um, I'm trying to find them the stuff that just went back on market and we could swoop in and get it for you know, less than asking or have the seller pay for some closing costs or something like that for them. Um, or that's happening. Yeah. It, it's a ton. I mean, yeah, a ton. The past, well, the past one, maybe four deals have all been at or below asking. Okay. And we've been able to ask for things after the inspection report came back. And it wasn't like, you know, well, we got 20 other offers to go to. Yep. It was like, yeah, like, let's fix it and, and keep it together. Um, which is a, a breath of fresh air. Um, wasn't like that a year ago, was it? No, I got, I think I got thrown in, in the weeds <laughs> when it was crazy, but yep. Jumped um, in the deep end. Yeah. I think another big thing um, that I've, uh, that I've been doing in my business with the shifting market is just keeping more in touch with my buyer's lenders too. Okay. Um, and really having a, a, a close relationship with them because I need to know what their rates at. I need to know how close we're cutting it on prices and stuff like that. I need to know if they can even, uh, if they can get concessions and how much is allowed on their loan program, stuff like that. So, sure. um, that really like building that relationships, uh, really important too. And, um, I've been doing a lot more of that, um, to try to keep everybody in the loop on what's going on, trying to get everybody the best deal possible. What's important, uh, when you're selecting a lender communication is okay. I'd say probably number one, because if they communicate well, they've probably got a good brain and they can do most of the other stuff, yep. you know? Um, if you can't get in touch with your lender on a Sunday, I think that's a red flag. We work on Sundays, Yeah, right? like, um, same thing with an agent, you know? Communication's key. Like, if I don't pick up the phone on a Sunday, they could call somebody else that will, you know? Yep. So um, you gotta be on, the lender's gotta be on. Not to say you have to work yourself to the bone, but um, that's what I look for in any lender is like, if I call them, do they answer their phone? If I text them, do they text me back? Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Any advice you got for like first time home buyers or somebody just getting into uh, the real estate market to buy their first home? Um, don't be afraid to get into it. Um, I think a lot of people see um, quite a few barriers to getting into buying a home and it may be, you know, stories that they've heard from people or maybe a lack of um, dependable information about the process. Um, but what I tell all my clients when I get them in their first time home buyers, I just say, you know, it's, there's a lot going on. Ask as many questions as you need, as you need to, because you need to be in the know. Um, and let's go see as many houses as we can so that we can narrow down what it is you actually want and what it is you actually need in a house. Sure. Um, cause I don't think a lot of people know, I mean, how can you, if you haven't toured homes, I mean, most people have probably lived in one or two. Right. And so a lot of times your parents are going to take you along for yeah. the home buying process, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Share, um, financial information, all yeah. that with their kids. It's yeah. not something you learn and mm -hmm. it's something that you need to hire a professional, um, that knows what they're doing to kind of guide you through the process. So. Yeah. 
but don't be like, that's what I would say is don't be afraid to jump in. Um, especially with somebody, you know, uh, an agent who knows what they're doing and who can guide you through the process and answer those questions that need to be answered. I mean, that's, it makes it a whole lot easier <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's your uh, view on the current real estate market and how do you think it's going to change over the next six months? That's a good question. I don't know. Okay. And that's what I tell everybody. Does anybody? No, I don't know. Your parents don't know. Your lender doesn't know. Nobody knows. Right. Because I can't see the future. Um, I will say that for my buyers, it's getting, or it has been getting easier the past couple months to um, get something under contract without having to write $30,000 over or, you know, offer all of this stuff to the sellers to say, please take my offer. Right. You know, you can kind of, it there. there's more wiggle room there where the deal can happen and you don't have to um, sacrifice as much as a buyer. Um, that's, that's the main shift I've been seeing is that it's, it's easier to get something under contract. So um, outside of real estate, what are some of the things that you're into? Um, so obviously with my teaching background, I'm into music. I'm a percussionist. I play yep. in a couple local bands too, which is a really fun outlet. Um, we all have day jobs too, so we don't play too much, but it's just, you know, fun stuff to do on the weekends. Right. Um, so I do that. Um, as you know, I'm, very into cooking. Um, yes. and I, and I, <laughs> I've gotten more into cooking lately. Um, thank you for the sous vide. I'm going to cook duck in it soon. 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 What's stopping you? I don't know. I got to get duck. All right. Well, I don't I know where you even duck. get duck. Some market. I don't All know. Right. Um, cooking. I, I really like, um, when I, when I was still living at home, like in high school, I was way into woodworking. And whenever I go home to visit my parents, my dad's got a shop in his basement. I still try to do some of that yep. um, as much as I can. And so when I eventually get a place, that's going to be like priority number one is getting a little shop in the basement so I can do some woodworking stuff. Right. Um, I want to have every piece of furniture in my house made by me. I, right. That's not feasible. I know it's not going to happen, but I want to at least like tinker with stuff. So, um, I play video games. I mean, okay. The normal stuff. What video games are you I'm into? I'm a Switch guy. Okay. Um, big into Breath of the Wild. Oh, is that... Uh, um, it's a Zelda game. Zelda. Yep. Um, yeah. You uh, recently got a puppy. <laughs> I did recently get a puppy. He's the cutest puppy in the entire world, too. His name's Merlin. Okay. Um, he's, he's, like, he's like seven months now. He's getting big. I didn't realize that um, my girlfriend Allie has a bunch of pictures of him as a puppy, and he was like this big. Yeah. And now he's like a dog size. And like I ten pounds or what's like, big deal? No, like uh, like eight pounds maybe. Yeah, that's huge. It's bigger than he was <laughs> when when we got him. He was like four and a half pounds. He's just a little nugget. Well, that's what puppies do. I, didn't, I didn't know. I've never had a dog. All right. I don't know. I had a a bird growing up. Um, and they my start out smaller too. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, no, Merlin's great. Yeah. yeah. I walk him every day. Good boy. Yeah. Um, how'd you come up with the name Merlin? Allie came up with it. Okay. Yeah. She picked him out. She went and got him and she came home with him and said, his name's Merlin. I said, that's perfect. Cause that's it awesome. is. I don't know. I don't know how, uh, how she figured it out, but it's the perfect name. What about other, other, do you take vacations or trips or do you like to go anywhere? Is there any places around Michigan that you would say are good vacation spots or around the country? What do you like to do uh, like travel wise? Um, in Michigan? Yeah. I, I liked the Traverse city area a lot. Um, 
I, I grew up up north, and so that was always, like, the day trip spot. Like, there, Petoskey, Harbor Springs. Um, I really like that. Um, around the country, uh, we, <laughs> we haven't taken too many vacations because my girlfriend's a teacher, too. And okay. we got to kind of work on real estate schedule and two teacher schedules. But we went to... <clears throat> So I went to Miami Beach for spring break. That's right. Which was not our vibe. <laughs> we we got there and we were like, oh, should like, have kept we going south. Yeah, yeah, we should have. We thought about renting a car and, and driving, but or like driving north to go to like St. Augustine or something. Okay. Um, but we we hunkered down and and partied, <laughs> which we we yeah I don't know we we're gonna plan something more chill I think Maine or something this year. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, we haven't done a ton of traveling just cause we, you know, we're fresh out of college. We don't have a ton of time to outside of work, but, um, we want to go to, uh, Europe. Okay. Soon. My wife has said she wanted to do that too. Yeah. We typically do the all inclusives or, well, um, the Sam's club packages. Any of that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Or she's a, she's a whiz at uh, Groupon stuff too. Really? And I guess there's like packages on Groupon, yeah, where it's like you go to the Maldives for like five days and it's like a thousand bucks or something. Uh, sign us up. But it's like the worst possible times. What's, like, what's that? I don't know. I, don't I can't remember there, off the is, top of my head. Is like, the worst time in the Maldives like better than? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sure it is. Well, maybe not if it's like 120 degrees outside, you know? I guess that Just would be baking. Terrible. You have to stay in the water sweating all Sweating alcohol. That would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> So um, you mentioned you grew up north. Where'd you grow up? Uh, Roger City, Michigan is where I grew up. Oh, what's Roger City known for? Uh, we have the world's largest limestone quarry. Okay. Which is, if you look on Google Maps of Mich- of uh, Roger City, it's right up here. Yeah. Um, you'll see a, a pit and then a tiny town next to it. So the, the pit that the limestone is mined in is like way bigger than the town. Oh, that's Roger it. City? Yeah, that's Roger City. Um, it's in Presque Hill County. Okay. We used to have the only stoplight in Presque Hill County in my town, and then took it away. It's a four-way stop now. So there's no uh, no stoplights, no stoplights in Presque Hill County. Yeah. Well, those are Crazy. the days, right? Memories of a stop. stop. <laughs> those are the, <laughs> the good old days. Yeah, bring me back. So what brought you to Grand Rapids? Um, I just wanted to leave after high school. Um, I think a lot of people that grow up in a small town tend to stay. Um, because it's familiar and it's what they know. Um, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to throw myself into somewhere where I didn't know anybody, and that's what I did. So I went to Aquinas in Grand oh, Rapids um, okay. and didn't know anybody who was going there. None of my friends were. Um, and I just said, yeah, that's cool. So right. it's like way out of my comfort zone, but that's that's why. That's big. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, um, we actually have a lot of people actually moving from other areas in Michigan to Grand Rapids now. Mm-hmm. Grand Rapids has really been a – kind of a draw for so it's becoming a hub yeah for sure but what what's um so um how long have you lived in grand rapids now you went to aquinas um how long have you lived in grand rapids i think it's six years now okay. i've been here um yeah what's your favorite thing to do in grand rapids it's a good question i don't know my favorite thing to do in grand rapids I, i'm in gaslight now so my favorite thing to do is take a walk uh down by reeds lake with uh, my dog and my girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of great bars um, and great distilleries in town too that we like to go to to like get cocktails and that's really fun. Um, 
we're not too big on the nightlife, like clubs and stuff, but going out for, for dinner, there's a bunch of great restaurants. Um, you know, if you know where to, where to find them. What's your favorite restaurant over in East town? <laughs> over in East town? Oh, or Yesterdog. Okay. What about 100%. Gaslight? Uh, we like olives and gaslight. Olives okay. is good. Um, what do you I, get there? Uh, you can't ask me that question. I don't know. They've got good egg rolls. We'll skip that one. Yeah, we'll skip that one. <laughs> We've only been there like twice. There's like no restaurants in Gaslight. There's, oh no, sh- I should have said Bodie's. I do like Bodie's. Bodie's is good. Bodie's, I was I was put on to OD, uh, Odie's. Bodie's by Odie. <laughs> Bodie's by Odie? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Brendan at uh, Treadstone actually told us told us about um, uh, Bodie's, and we went there for our anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um just a couple months ago. Yeah. So, uh, we went there. I had a, I think I had, I had a, like a bigger closing and I said, let's go, let's go get some steak. And we went to Bodie's. Um, and it's, it's so good. The food's really good. Yeah. I think it's my favorite steak place in town, like Steakhouse. Um, there's a few other ones. It's definitely I, up there. I yeah. think, I think Bodie's is the best. At, atmosphere wise, this is just turning into an ad for Bodie's. Atmosphere wise, food wise, their wine list is great hands down this uh message about bodies is brought to you by brought to you by treadstone funding (laughs) so we've talked about this before but where do you see yourself in five years when you asked me um when we previously talked about it i had a a pretty good answer um and now i don't know (laughs) i see myself uh probably still in grand rapids definitely still teaching wherever i'm at um Definitely doing real estate still um, in some capacity, um, but I times just change so much. Um, I've learned that living um, day by day works better for me now than sure. trying to visualize like any sort okay. of picture. Yeah, which which I know is tough and it's not gonna not gonna last. But um, it, that's the way that um, I've been operating lately. So five years, I don't know. Um, I'll probably be happy and healthy, hopefully, and. Walking your little Merlin. Walking my little dog. He'll be five years old at that point. <laughs> Almost six. So um, you got any funny stories or crazy stories in real estate? Uh, something that maybe comes to your mind that you could uh, share with us? Yeah, I've, I've like, you know, there'd be like decks in the back of a house um, with like rotten boards covered up by a, a, a rug or something. Sure. I've stuck my foot through one of those and had to call the listing agent and be like, hey, like this piece of rotting wood just fell under my foot as I walked over it. Um, that's always pretty funny because you fall through and it's like, oh. That sounds like a roadrunner trap from Wiley Coyote or Literally, something. yeah. How can people get in touch with you? They, If, uh, you know, maybe they're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, how they can, can they get a hold of Bailey? Can we put my number on the We could do that. On the video? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's the best way. I mean, okay. um, I've always, as uh, most people do, I've always got my phone on me. Um, and like we've talked about, I'm always available because you have to be. Yeah. So, uh, give you text or call, uh, email if you want to, sure. um, anything like that, I'll, I'll get back to it's, you know, quickly. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for hanging out with us today. Yeah. Uh, tune in and thanks to all of us. Uh, thanks to everyone who, <laughs> all of us, I don't know what I'm saying, um, that one over. but it's fun. Yeah. Um, so thanks for hanging out with us today. Yeah. And, um, thanks to everyone who has uh, watched this far. Uh, this is small talk with the small real estate team and uh, hopefully uh, you subscribe to our channel. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks Bailey. Thanks.